Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
Hey, you are listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. That was Johnny Mafia. Did you get the J-O-N-N-Y Mafia? Um, <laughs> and that's their song, Big Brawl. Before that, we heard a band out of Philadelphia called False Tracks, their song Planet X. And then we opened the show with our guest in the studio this evening, Treads, and their song Passions. And so... Now that the sun is just going to drop down below the horizon, we can start playing some rock and roll, right? Perfect. Okay. So we're not going to be playing Flood tonight. That's okay. Well, that, that, that's okay. Right now, I am joined by Madge and Mike from Treads. Glenn is, is he making a beer run, water run? Yeah, Glenn, is, Glenn is getting beverages across the board. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's very, very important work for the band. <laughs> Yes, the most Im- important thing that that's going to be going on tonight because it is crazy uh, hot here in in Brooklyn, and uh, I think we've got a crazy good playlist to go along uh, with things, guys. So great to see you. It's been a been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute to see you, yeah. Mike, um, and and Glenn. Whatever when he gets back, here, <laughs> right? So we'll be excited to see him. Or I'm always or, excited to see him. <laughs> Passions was released on June 1st. Yes. Correct. Um, and uh, I'm guessing it's getting a lot of really good reception from from people. Uh, yeah, it's starting to uh, pick up its own little life uh, on this, this surf playlist, actually. It really? it up on Spotify. And so most of our uh, plays are coming out of Brazil right now, <laughs> which I find just absolutely <laughs> hilarious and wonderful. And I'm just... Very excited to also be beyond Brooklyn a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, of, of, yeah. of course. Uh, that, that it's actually something that I kind of want to talk to you much later uh, about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll push that off mm-hmm. just a little bit. Um, but uh, it's fun. It was two years, right, since you released the EP with the longest title that I've <laughs> ever seen. Yes. Um, and so, and but in that time period, you you added Mike, mm-hmm. which is really kind of a, a cool thing because we've gone from a three wonderful. piece to a wonderful thing um, from a three. Piece to it for yay, Glenn. Glenn is here. Yeah, I I keep saying I need to get sound effects so we can have the crowd (laughs) cheer and and all the rest of it. So, yeah, so what what you're going to need to do, Glenn, is put the headphones on, bring the mic right up, and uh, we're we're great. So, now that we do, and do I hear beer? Maybe okay, okay, cool. That's all right. And who is the person that we're missing this evening, Chris? Bass player and Chris plays bass. Uh, yeah, and they're you, working right now. And unfortunately, you, the two of you, swap on and off between lead and and rhythm, mm-hmm. depending on the part. Yeah, D- depending on the part. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, <laughs> he looks so confused with the looking for the left and right. Ah, okay. All right, give us give us a mic check. Check 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 one two one two. Okay, perfect. Uh, and Glenn, the drummer, uh, tucked way in the back on, on on most of the shows. So I, I do have to ask you then, what was the impetus behind adding another guitarist? You just wanted to expand the sound, grow the sound, <laughs> uh, different musical influence to bring out? I, I From my perspective, it was a happy accident. Sure, uh, I can well imagine. Yeah. Because um, if you've listened to the first EP, it's killer. And yeah. then this, the second EP is no, killer. I, I've been a huge fan for a long time. Um, I was, Oh, yeah, i got to get close. Yeah. Uh, man. Um, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was a fan for a long time, and what ended up happening, what did you do to your hand? So, I managed to have the stupidest hand injury of all time, <laughs> and I pulled a tendon somewhere between doing yoga and holding a book upside down for a very long time while I was reading, laying in bed, and it swelled up, and I couldn't play guitar, and Mike basically jumped in and learned all of the songs as cool. quickly as humanly possible, and that just blew my mind, and he's slowly become more part of the band since. It's been wonderful. 
All right. Yeah, so... Mike to the rescue? Basically, yeah. Basically, it's like you, a band you like asks you to fill in for them, and then next thing you know, you're you're in the band, and it's awesome. So. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so how do you say no? Exactly. <laughs> well, I didn't. You got to win over. Right. Glenn. It also brings the parts that we record a lot closer to the stage. You know, it's like everyone hears two guitars or three guitars or whatever in recording, and now we get to actually have those parts, and it means that Magic gets to be doing leads and solos, and we never really got to do it without dropping so much of like that of the swell of the band sound out so that's cool yeah it really opens up the arrangements as far as i'm concerned i love having the flexibility of having two guitars and all that noise it's great <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful noise not just like noise yeah. noise but but okay um you guys just played north side uh yeah we did uh we did a friday night at footlight bar which is like an unofficial show yep. and then uh mike and i did the acoustic sat at two boots which is always one of my favorite yeah, things to do every year okay, okay. Yeah. but I, but i wanted to ask you about that like so what was the the impetus what was the reason behind wanting to do uh, an acoustic show and like i said because it brings out different parts of the songs is that is that part of it yeah i mean i also did it with 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 with, with, with nylosaurus yes. as well uh, I know it's because you're here. We yes! had the exact same problem yes! last time. Um, uh, so um, yeah, so uh, Kelly from Noise Love reached out to both of us, mm-hmm. um, and I like to use that as just sort of a way to like retool some stuff in that band. And Madge likes to do tread stuff and test out some of like her solo. Yeah, I'm it, I'm a huge fan of doing uh, doing acoustic sets. I, it was like my 2017 like goal was to learn how to play a solo set, and I had just started doing them last year, and so last year was my first like two boots show and that little community that throws those backyard acoustic mm-hmm. sets is just so wonderful and i get to test all kinds of new and, songs it's and, great. and what do you what do you mean by that that you it was your goal to teach yourself how to do it a solo set oh i had never played acoustic solo before in my life it was terrifying and i played a so far sound show early early on in uh 2017 as a like as a personal challenge was and that your first time it was my first yeah the so far game was my first i, didn't know that. I shook like I mean, like tremble shook really? the entire time. It was I almost thought I was going to throw up on stage. It was totally terrifying. But so far is an amazing place to do that because it's always packed and everybody for, for you know, so far sounds yeah. yeah. And and uh, and so then I got another opportunity to do the two booth show, and that was only the second time I'd done uh-huh. that. And yeah, so now yeah, I'm a little addicted I have to these, it. Like completely opposite musical backgrounds, and similar. I think like Mike and I are much more similar. Yeah, where it's like I grew up just playing. And I started playing out because I had a drum set. My mother was a machinist who was basically deaf and worked second shift. So she's like, you've got too much energy. Here's a drum set. And you can play <laughs> 24 hours a day. Your mom rocks. And, and Yeah. And she, well, she certainly facilitated rock in her household. <laughs> and so it was just like, I have the drum set. So my friend's like, oh, Glenn has the drum set. I guess he's a drummer in a band now. And we're going to come to your place and practice. And so at like 12 or 13 years old, we'd practice. And then friends would come out. So we were playing shows kind of. And I think that you're... Stories yeah. more is similar where it's like we just played. It's like punk bands, but you were we were. I, was, I grew up in a, t- a tiny like farm town where mm-hmm. we. I was one of two or three bands in the town. So if there's an event and there's bands, it was us. You're there. Yeah. So I did a lot of that, and then I kept playing and playing, and then when even when we started playing, and that was probably like I don't know how old I was. I was probably like 27 or something already, or maybe even older. And uh, at that point, I'm like, yeah, I've been playing for like 15 years. Like, and I'm. But to the same, you know, whatever, um, I still find playing acoustic to be far more frightening. Like, like I've been playing in bands for forever, but you put me in one guitar and it doesn't matter if there's two people or a hundred people. Like it's, it, it is one of the more nerve wracking things. And that, that still sounds terrifying. 
Like yeah. I, I just started. I dabbled in guitar for the first time I think last year in front of a crowd, and that was still like, like oh fuck, I, like all of my validity is out the door. Like, I don't know how to play this thing, and the strings are tiny, and yeah. you're up front at the sink is awful. So, well, yeah. so I, I find that interesting because even because some of your songs as treads are sort of personally exposing singing about you know light things going on in your life, um, but you've got the security blanket in behind you, and you're like. That's okay. I'm exposing myself to you, but I've got these guys here, and we're just rocking really hard. But then to go do it individually, you're just like stripped down and well, like you yeah. get to add a lot more personality. Like right. my voice has, like I can do a lot more of a range of, of emotional expression when I have a lot, like when people can actually hear me <laughs> singing, and I'm not like yelling over, you know, the whole band. And uh, you know, for me, I've really uh, taken to the fact that you get such a such an immediate response like you can tell while you're playing just you and an acoustic guitar if anybody's listening because they'll talk over you they don't mm. care they're drinking beer they're hanging out at a bar or whatever it's when it's dead quiet when you finish the song you know you've done a good job so it's such an immediately gratifying experience and if you're not doing a good job you can tell pretty quickly because people mm-hmm. like lose interest you know yeah. and i'm lucky i have a very loud voice so i tend to at least <laughs> win over the first like couple groups of people but that's what has started to like keep me more interested in doing that every now and then because it's good for the nerves and B you just get this very like intimate experience with the people you're playing for in a way that I don't um, know that I have really mastered yet when I'm leading a band where it's all more about energy and headbanging and rock right and roll. Cause, yeah because I definitely wouldn't say that treads is an intimate no band. <laughs> <laughs> not in any way okay so we're gonna go from uh north side and playing uh, acoustic shows to doing something different this weekend uh so let's hear who knows whether it's going to be on the playlist this weekend or not and we're going to follow it with uh some music out of los angeles i don't know you checked out one of the other bands on the on the playlist um so we're going to hear from the darts who are a killer band who have just released some new music. Uh, they're on tour um, going over to Europe, and then they've stayed in the western part of the country, but you guys would be killer with the darts on a playlist. So, see, I, these are the fantasies or that I... Or on a show in L.A. That, that or... Or... <laughs> right, I'm, ready or for, I'm ready for Europe. Let's do it. Is that one or two MetroCard swipes to get to L.A.? It's, it's a few. It's a, it's a few. All right. You are listening to The Road Now on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Treads, their song from that EP with the longest name ever, Islands. <laughs>
The Darts, Subsonic Dream. You are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Before that, we heard Islands by our guest this evening, Treads, from their 2016 EP. Um, and Treads, why we were talking about going from playing an acoustic show, because this coming weekend, Saturday, the band is going to be playing at Punk Island, which I think is awesome that you're like going from one extreme, I, I don't want to say to the other extreme. Um, people who are regular listeners of the Road and Hour will know that I absolutely love Punk Island. Uh, I spent last week talking with one of my favorite people ever, Kate Hoos, uh, who spends so much time putting together along with the other crew. Um, and one of those organizers is Al from from Trashy, who you said you're going to try and see at Punk Island. Definitely, uh, yeah. Always, always a shout out to Al. All the love to Al because we've worked together on a bunch of shows and multiple bands, and super supportive, just an overall badass human. Yep. Um, so that's you guys are involved. Like that's interesting because you're not punk, which is why I love Punk Island because you guys are involved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, this is all the boys. I'm gonna. Oh, oh really? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm thrilled to be playing, but I'm I'm a virgin of Punk Island. I've never actually been before. Yeah. Also, we're not going straight from one extreme to the other because yeah. there's the uh, the acoustic show, but also on this weekend. Uh, yes, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Everything's a blur right now because we've been playing and a lot Friday. of shows and played Friday. We oh, had the EP right. release, and we're doing a, like a, a blitz through yeah. June. But we played Color Me Bushwick. Yesterday. Yesterday. How was that? Oh, I love that event. Yeah, Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, Imagine Mike got tattoos on Saturday. Um, (laughs) I got I got a haircut, which is so bad. I also got a haircut. (laughs) But uh, you you look like you got hair coloring as well. I did that last night. Uh, Okay. See. Oh yeah, no. We color live is like one of my one of my favorite. This the Color Me Bushwick Festival um, is by far one of my favorite like kickoff summer events every year. So shout out to Pickthorn and We Color Live. Always. And like I made a great mistake of uh, spraining my ankle last week, so I'm like been going through this like self destruction mode of just like oh you know it's best for a sprained ankle play the drums, and <laughs> like a hundred times in the month of June, a <laughs> hundred times, uh, yeah. So, well, especially because on Friday night we played um, uh, our lovely friend Crystal, who is actually responsible for uh, the warp tour dates that are we're going to be on mm-hmm. this summer. She uh, threw a fantastic little showcase at Hank's Saloon. We played with Fat Haven and Nylosaurus, and it was a really, really good time on Friday night. Yep. So we had a we had a crazy weekend. <laughs> Last show ever for you at uh, Hanks? Or are you going to try and get on there again a couple more times before it shuts down? I love that bar. Yes, so. <laughs> I, I know I'm playing there at least one one more time in July. Yeah, but I don't. I, I know they're. I would certainly like to. They're, so. they're, I know they're booking up quickly the last handful of months, but I think they're supposed to close in November. So I'm, I'm sure there's another opportunity uh, i think this <laughs> tuesday afternoon show at some point this, this yeah. will be my second or third hanks is closing show so i i you know there could be more i don't like the closing being an ever-looming fear but i do like that they seem to keep affronting it so you know yeah i i think this time the uh yeah. there, there's the, like a, there's the, actually a month where it's like in november it's it's done yeah the, the, the before the they were, they were worried about it closing now it's it's closing in november and which is which is a shame, you know. We're 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 talking about like I think you know the Color Me Bushwick people who do a great job of supporting the independent local music scene. Obviously in Bushwick, uh, the people at Punk Island who do a absolutely fantastic job of supporting independent music scene, uh, and then a venue like Hanks, which lives and dies and has all sorts of crap all over the floor, uh, but is a never-ending support of. The well, local now, independent music scene. Yeah, now bars like can't even stay open long enough to get all the stickers on the walls. They get yeah. shut down before it gets <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so sad but true. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Like, okay. there's not that many places that stay open more than five years tops. Does right. anyone know if they're keeping the building, though? Because I, I think they're demolishing the building, and it's, like, one of the oldest bars in Brooklyn, which just from, a, like, a historical standpoint is sad. Yeah. I mean, outside of the scene and music, I'm just yeah. from an... Gonna know, miss the flames on the right, wall. Right, from, yeah. from, from a history part <laughs> yeah. of it. Uh, that, I, that I don't know. Yeah. Um, Maybe somebody could call in. Call in and seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two, and we'll and we'll find out. You know, and if you call in or if you want to send us that information, uh, we'll put that information in our monthly newsletter. You know, and we'll give you credit when we when we end up uh, sending it out. So you're on you're on Punk Island. Whose stage are you on? We are on Transcore Brooklyn Transcore stage. Okay. Um, any idea about uh, set time? Two fifty. There you go. <laughs> Two fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else are you looking to see besides seventy-five other bands? I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to be making trashy set. Yeah. And um, I'm going to be drawing a blank right now because I after reading through like thirty thirty band names, I'm like, oh, those are all interesting. And I'm I'm going to hop around. I mean, I always wander. Yeah. At some point, because you know, it's just like you get there, you start trying to hydrate and all that, and then you get lost and you eat some food and you make some friends and you follow them around and. Yeah. yeah. Um, last, well, show, last show ever by Lady Business. Exactly. Um, and Nylostris is playing right before that set. So I'll definitely be seeing myself okay. oh, you- play. <laughs> um, and, uh, um, I'm skipping that because yeah. I'm just sick of my... Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, there's bands like, like Trashy and Disposable who are on all the time mm-hmm. that I definitely want to see to set time and overlap depending. But there's it's a lot of bands that are playing this year that have never played before. Yes. Like Desert Sharks is one of them. Uh, Neva is a really great band uh, who's actually on right right before us um, on 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 Kate's stage. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great. They're one of those bands where I know all of the people, and I think I've caught a song or two here and there and been like, oh, that sounded like something I'd be into. And I find and I've known them for like a while, but never seen a full set. I just saw them a week or two ago, and they're amazing. Um, so they're definitely a couple of the people that I'm stand out as I've far got- as. I've got a couple of. Uh, I'm really excited to see Top Nacho play again. Oh, we yeah. caught them at Seeger Loft. They're really, really good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I really okay. like them. The energy is amazing. The personality is amazing. They're great. They're from New Paltz. Yeah, and okay. um, and then Big Cheese played actually at the Northside Acoustic Show last year, and I loved their acoustic set. And they're like, yeah, none of our stuff sounds like this at all. So I'm really excited to see them <laughs> to as find a real what band. The, what the yeah. contrast is? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, there's a band called American Pinup, which I'm really excited to see because it's uh, it's one of those acquaintance that uh, you kind of both have a parallel life path. Like, neither of us played in, in bands while we were in high school, but we hung out around a lot of the local musicians, and she has this, like, phenomenal band called American Pinup mm-hmm. that is playing, and I'm really excited because it's the first time we're on the same, at the same place at the same time playing music, so I really want to catch their set. And unfortunately, it is at the same time as Desert Sharks, who we love, but I see play all the time, so yes. I might have to miss that one this time. Uh, yeah, hopefully, because... They're playing really late in the day, although if, depending on when you yeah, get there, it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it ends up being a long day. But uh, for people listening who have never been, if you uh, if you listen to our show last week, uh, we told you what a great event it is, what a great family affair it is. Actually, um, it is just so much um, fun to be. It's like no judgment. Just hang out, listen to great music, great people, and and it's, it's free, and, and it's, it's free. And it's all ages. Yeah. Like a couple of things that don't happen enough in New York. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and this year too, uh, my my fiance is a photographer, and he got permission from the from all of the lovely creators of Punk Island to uh, do portraits. So he oh, has fantastic. a whole setup he's bringing. So everyone, while out with your mohawks and your studded jackets, because he's there to capture as much of it as he can. So, <laughs> yeah. but then the all ages thing is is 
huge. I mean, we have so many venues that still support it. I feel like in Alphabet City and Lower East Side, like every place that used to support that is now gone. Yep. Along with all the dive bars that used to be down there and places like, you know, Trash Bar and Grand Victory and Silent Barn and like <laughs> the list goes on. Yeah, it's just like where do you where do you find actually like where can you actually reach anyone younger than 21 mm-hmm. and we had a problem with that even just like trying to have friends that are under 21 come and play the show or come to the show at, at hanks and it's a bummer when you have to send like uh, a whole demographic that you're really trying to reach yeah you know it's like the older we get the harder it is to, to find young listeners and mm-hmm. you want to bring them into the fold too and show them that one it doesn't just like life doesn't end at 21 when you get old <laughs> but also yeah. you know you want to reach everybody young and old yeah, and well, it's it's where's the where's the place to do that except for doing it online and hope that people are just somehow finding you. Right. Well, one of the things I've always liked about the music that you guys create is that I think it is incredibly accessible. Like I don't see treads as being very niche oriented. Um, so, which which I know. So, I, yes, uh, Glenn, you're right. I skipped the shows between uh, the acoustic and then the release and Hanks and going to Punk Island. But but you guys are to me just a solid rock and roll band right if you're going to put a tag yeah, if you're like going to put a the tag best on compliment you. i've ever gotten thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay great um because i th- i do i think it's a, it's accessible um you know you you sing about some stuff that you know relationship wise that whatever people can relate to but there it's catchy you know i was going through the uh, i love my wife so much i was going through the playlist um before leaving and she goes oh this is my favorite <laughs> this is my favorite song and what's it what's it called again and but but like you know like she's she you know recognizes that it is it's just like pure rock and roll which is like that's if when people talk to me like oh like do you want to play a certain venue or something i was like i'm aiming straight for the biggest arena you can put us in yeah like people are always like oh like i wouldn't want to sound like foo fighters i'm like so i hope this isn't funny but i absolutely want to be dave Grohl, foo fight like send me <laughs> to the like top 40 rock and roll like i get it like i'm i love that stuff i'm such a pop junkie and i i really like i know we play a pretty aggressive version of it but as yeah. a songwriter like i really care about being able to like make things catchy and structure songs well and, and be accessible and be memorable and, and have it all kind of work in a way that doesn't like cut anybody out. Right. You know, and but I think we craft a fairly versatile set where we can, you know, if you're for playing for a straight punk audience, I think like we talked about this a lot with warp tour stuff. Cause they're like, have a 20 minute set, have a 25 minute set. And it's like, you'll be on, you'll be playing. You're going to get in get the fuck off the stage. So like, okay, well what's the 20 minute set and how do you captivate that crowd? which is a totally different set that we're going to play if we're given an hour and we can like read the audience and we can be more dynamic. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think like a lot of the newer stuff we've written is getting away from just playing just like hard and fast. fast and hard. <laughs> yeah. And, and instead like, wait, let's play with the different strengths the band members have. So, so you're saying that the newer stuff, even though you, you just released the EP, there's still newer stuff. Yeah. That that you're debuting that we're we're going to hear at Punk Island or that you were talking about when you went yeah. out to Palmyra to sort of shoot the live set. Yeah, and and that so, but I, I'm imagining then. So, and what are the Vans Warp Tour dates? They're in July, right? Yeah, July 14th in uh, Homedale, New Jersey, and July 29th in uh, Columbia, Maryland. Okay, so so essentially they're going to be. There's no ballads. Right in that twenty minutes. Oh no, we cut out anything remotely. So. <laughs> what we lovingly refer to as the punk set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Warp tour is going to be 
it's just going to be like get on the stage six songs high and, energy yeah Super just fun. trying to like captivate people's ears like we're just basically hoping that within 30 seconds people turn their heads and then they're like because we don't know when we're going to play and Warp Tour often puts you at like 1pm and people are just trickling in so it's like your chance to captivate someone is 10 seconds long mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know Hopefully, and as people pass by throughout our set we want to make sure that every minute of that 20 minutes is something that will grab somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. So is that not something you can take from Vans Warp Tour to your regular, if you want to say, club set of 40, 45 minutes? Um, I, I mean, I've, you're friends with Lee, I, I think, from Castle Black. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, because we've, we've, we've talked about, and, you know, she said that she's always trying to make her set like just one long song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just going to, you know, open and there's going to be that fill of, in, you know, whatever on the guitar, on the, on the drum, something that takes people all the way through. Mm-hmm. We've uh, gone through periods of time where we're better about doing the like kind of musical transitions where we'll hard stop goes right into a drum start right. or mm-hmm. like such a, or like one that rings out starts with a, you know, a, a bass line or, uh, and we kind of go in and out of being really good about that and then just being like, not that like making sets because, we just feel like doing it a certain way, right? One of the but things that's, that's a yeah, good, that's like the right way to do it. I think fundamentally, for, and, I, and I know for me on stage, whenever it, whenever there's like every second of silence between songs, feels like a hundred years to me. Yeah. Like I'll be like, no, we there was way too much time between songs, and then I'll talk to people who are like, no, it was like like a second. I'm like, well, it felt like a year, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, I do think there's something to be said about it being, you know, like an actor in a play. You don't want a second where you forget that that person isn't the character they are up there. Right. And I don't mean it all being like less okay. authentic as a performer, but your performance mode carries an energy. And every second that your eyes go to like, wait, what's next? Like what we're thinking is you, you lose some of the like connective force that you've, you've generated with the last song. And I, and I know I've, I've practiced a lot just like holding the last position I end a song in and just waiting for the transition to happen around me sometimes is like trying to, as to like hold the audience energy. But it's definitely really hard to do. Like sometimes you're like, I really need water. Like, like I got like tangled up in all my necklaces recently yeah. and I was just like, you know. But, but, <laughs> but adding, adding a fourth must make that helpful because yeah. then, then the shift, if you're playing guitar, the shift doesn't sort of go to Glenn like, can you just give us a little, you know, like rim shot on the drums or bum bum, you know, just to, it, there, there at least is somebody else to hold a note mm-hmm. or hold to do something or say we've got t-shirts at the Plus, back. Plus, the more people you have on stage, the, the less it looks like one person's not doing something. So let's talk about it. You, you're actually playing, so Saturday, and then boom, you're playing on the 26th. Yes. Yes. Um, and so we're going to hear from two of the other bands uh, who are playing that night. Uh, Women of the, the Night, um, who's a friend of mine, uh, George. So that, that that's very cool. I'm glad to see you're playing with them. And then Pearl Earl, who are... Yeah, kind of cool. Like, not quite Texas psychobilly, but have you listened to them? No, <laughs> I, I, I have. I, I didn't know who they were until we got booked for. I have show. heard nothing but really good things. Yeah, but I am really excited it, to hear their song. It, like, recorded. it's a lot of fun. So, like, with you guys, like, you guys have like the same like level of energy, different sort of sound, um, which to me makes it like a really attractive show to go see because it's not going to be like same 
four I'm bands. I'm really excited to check out Coney Island, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Place it's not and, a venue. Yeah. yeah. The sure fact that it's a venue I haven't heard of yet makes me both like really excited, but I'm also really worried. I'm going to walk in there and be like, "What the fuck is this new place? This doesn't belong in, <laughs> in, I've, in I, I've lower New York." Manhattan. Lower Manhattan. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be good. Uh, a, a couple friends I know excited. booked there, and I've heard good things from bands that have played there. I just haven't. I mean, with things I've been doing, I just haven't. Both like yeah. do stuff with that venue. Exactly cool. right. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of. The, I mean, it, I've just looked at the, the like the what they have coming up, their bills coming up, and they're stacked. So mm-hmm. yeah. there's ob- they're obviously doing something right. Yeah, they're supporting local music. Yep, that's doing something right. This is Leather Glove by Women of the Night. You are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Row Away by Treads from their recent release, Dear Passion. Um, it, it, it's, it's interesting with the, uh, I think, EP title because Dear Passion sort of almost seems to me like a Dear Diary type entry. And I, I've sort of, you know, looked at it and overanalyzed it. But I'm going like, what the fuck? Like, for you guys are not a band that I think would have to be like, Dear Passion, how do I get passion into my music? Because you guys play with so much passion. Um, so where does that that come from? Although there's a lot of passion in the songs, that's for sure. Uh, maybe that, maybe a bit of anger too, but that's a part of passion, right? <laughs> no, that uh, that came uh, from it's my it's my I think one of my favorite lines from um, the song "Passions," which you know it says, you know, "Hello, dear passion, I've been looking for you everywhere," and it I finished writing that song in December right before we started recording it, okay. and that was one of the last things that I wrote about, and I, I've personally been having like a really rough just two years of my life and i was feeling like probably two feet from not playing in the band anymore and Mm -hmm. doing music anymore and just being like i'm burnt on hopefulness and and all this stuff and then that was like the turning point was glenn basically being like like fuck this i'm ready to record drums let's like get in there and do this and it was definitely like the kick i needed like thank you and like and it really did like it was what it was what i needed was i'm, I'm like a little bit of a workaholic and without having that like kind of like push and everything and that's kind of in, like talking about searching for that out loud really kind of helped me like find it again mm-hmm. and get and get it more busy and want to play shows and, and go out a little bit more and also spending time recording like i went to school to to do recording engineering as part of our part of the program i studied as an undergrad and um i forgot how much i just love that part of it so kind of going back to it kind of dug all that up again about like oh yeah this is like my favorite thing to do is sit around and record parts because like i know the guys were talking about like playing in bands as a kid i didn't do that i sat yeah. in my room with a laptop and i layered parts <laughs> and i wrote songs with yeah. arrangements i used to arrange whole string parts with like really shitty yamaha like string samples you know <laughs> and uh and so when we were talking about song uh, EP titles, we wanted to try and keep it really short and tight. And there was a bunch of different options. And uh, and I kind of pulled that whole line out and, and Glenn shortened it to kind of just Dear Passion being a cool uh, cool EP title. We basically came up with the name in like 24 hours because we finished mastering on Tuesday and we were releasing it on Friday. It was, <laughs> we really pushed it. It was finalized via text conversation while we were all at work. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I think there's there's like, no one's bosses are listening. Right. We're good. Yeah. So I think, I think there's a fine uh, there's a fine balance between being careful and being perfectionist. And at some point, you need to switch to the mindset of getting shit done. And I think that's where we were at. Where we'd written some new songs. We had we've been playing these songs out for a while. And I've fallen into this trap with other bands where you like you you go through this whole like L, especially with LPs. You go through this LP yeah. release process. And when when you release the LP and you're supposed to be the best cheerleader and salesman for it, you're just like. Just buy it. Like, yeah. like, what's your favorite song? Like, fucking none of them. Yeah, because you hate, I hate this album. Yeah. I've, I've toured on this album for a year and I already hate it. And yeah. it's really weird yep. when you go on this media blitz. And that's not the case with this, luckily. And mm-hmm. I think it's what's nice about EPs. But also, I think what we got to is uh, we had these songs and Madge wanted a lot of like, well, I want to make it matter. So uh, what, like, we have to really care about it. We have to find the right amount of money to spend the right studio. Right. And at some point, I'm just like, well, let's find a good place for drums and like, I'll track it now. Like, let's do drum tracking now. And then you can take forever to play with those songs. And, like, she does a lot of stuff at home. And we can work with the, with different studios. But the process was really, like, let's get the drums done. And I was like, give me 48 hours in the studio and we'll have it. And then 
I can step back. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well, I think it's nice too because for for me, like Treads is now my like third ish band, okay. and I I was hitting a point where I just felt like I was a little just burnt out on being the like pusher, 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 like trying to get everyone to care and to like do stuff, and like like Glenn's such a fucking trooper. <laughs> it's wonderful. Like he's been like so 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 great to play music with. But like I, it was really really nice to have someone else step up and like kind of push things forward in a way where I was just like a little too burnt out from just the point in life I was mm-hmm. at. And uh, and then I kind of like been like crawling my way back to life. It's been really nice through like recording this and doing it. And so, uh, you know, cause it had been a really long time since we had done music and the, the first right. EP was really such a crossover. It was like all these remainder songs that we had kicking around, but like, this is a treads EP mm-hmm. for real that these songs like came together like with, Glenn and I and with Chris and like and that's been that's been a huge part of it and it's like I'm really excited to also like record some of the new stuff and continually adding to it and it's been really yeah and now the live nice. show with Mike like, I mean it's like people yeah. that hadn't seen Treads for a while uh, I think that we had this at at the Hank show I forgot who it was I think my actually might have been my sister and her husband mm-hmm. I think they, they said something like they hadn't seen us in like six months and they're like, oh, I don't think we've seen you with, you've got like a fourth person now, right? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, all right, like, I'm glad you're here because you're going to see a different show. Yeah. Like the sound is different. The look is different. The feel is different. Yeah. You know, and it's, well, it's, it's been so great because then on this EP too, like I get to like mess around with so many different guitar, like overlapping, you know, sections because now we can do two guitar lines mm-hmm. together and like trade off and it makes for so much more fun shows yeah. and like, yeah, it's good. Let's give people one more track to listen to because uh, we're going to get ourselves out, out of here. Um, so it's Saturday at Punk Island on the 23rd, 2.50 in the afternoon. 2.50 in the afternoon. Uh, on the Hoosatron stage. No, Transcore stage. Transcore stage. Brooklyn Transcore. Brooklyn yep. Transcore. Okay, sorry. Um, and then it's going to be Tuesday night, the 26th at Coney Island, NYC, Pearl, Earl, Treads, Women of the Night, and Pearl. Ten dollars in advance, twelve dollars at the door. That's a school night, but Coney uh, Island baby, Coney yeah. Island baby to get out. And there's Vans Warp Tour. Um, best place for people to catch up and Spotify. get all the nice. Yeah. Follow us on Spotify. Spotify. The website always has interesting stuff too because I post all kinds of weird stuff there. But yeah, uh, you can always, you can always, always download at treasmusic.com. But Spotify following puts us into all the yeah, that, mixes. Yeah. And really quick, too, we're also selling these dope sunglasses, and I brought you a free pair. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at these. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have that afterwards in the post-show. Yeah, um, guys, go. as always, it's great to, to catch up. Thank I look for forward us. to seeing you at Punk Island. This is YHIC. You have been listening to The Road and Hour. Stay tuned for Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane right afterwards. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you at Punk Island on Saturday. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
summer, hot in the summer, hot in the summer, hot in the summer.